Three, four, two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Yeah, now we will stop singing so that we can all now try things. Hey guys, welcome to another jam-packed episode alive from Marcus's house of it. Now, try this. I am your boy, Nick. And I am your man, Marcus. Ooh, I don't like that you did that. Uh, I just did. I was obviously going for a bit and you subverted me to make me seem like less than. But now my bit is better. Ooh. Nailed it. Classic podcast. Hey guys, if you want more of this for an hour, stay tuned. Ooh. And now we're back. Now try this. <laughs> this is the podcast where we give each other things that we love to try. No. We give things that we love so the other one can try them to see if they can like them. So now we are going to try this because it's my challenge to Marcus. I was confused. I, I could tell. So, my bad, uh, I gave a challenge last week, and I didn't want to do it, so I changed it. <laughs> We've never done that before. And I also don't have enough of following that I didn't feel like I needed a post yeah, about it's, it. it's not like millions of people would be like, oh man, I watched this movie for no reason. I think most people watch it after the episode comes out, and they're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll check it out. And then... Yes. I was like, yeah. oh, then I'll go watch this, and then I'll watch this. Exactly. Listen to this then they'll listen to the episode. If the down... What is that? It's just a... It's a big old... Jersey's trash, dude. Big old truck. Just come by the neighborhood for no reason. Jesus Christ. You never heard that in the city. I never heard that. What is it? That was weird. That was weird. Was it a street sweeper? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Um, that's what it was. Yeah, we know by the download numbers and the way they work and when they get downloaded, they usually download after. (laughs) Um, So, so I was going to do 27 dresses because we were talking so much about James Marsden. And I'm still going to give that challenge at some point because I do want to watch that movie. But I wasn't in the mood for that. And... But I gave it because I was like, but then, but then is that we the got... 27th movie in the dresses franchise? Yes. Is that how that works? Yeah. Honestly, that I, honestly, 23 dresses, the pink one, classic. Is it, um, that was straight to DVD. Because we got a tweet from Holly C at Holly Angel 104 that tagged us and said, hashtag now you see me, reminding me how hyped I was about now you see me during our Ocean's 11 episode. Yeah. You blew so over I, that someone tweeted at us I just too said, fast. That was just too fast. Holly, thank you. Jesus thank Christ. you for logging, taking time out of okay. your day. Logging <laughs> you in those hours of podcast listening time. You can't do that to, to every person. give us that beautiful, That's not, sweet download. And then to take out your phone and think of every, us. Okay. Just to think of us. I'm pretty sure I told in your them day, to do that. Her busy, busy okay. day. She yeah, took time right. out to tweet us. Okay. Thank you, Holly. Right. I appreciate that tweet, even though Nick doesn't. Oh my god! You know what my real hope is? Yeah. That because the way for our, the way that our podcast works, so you don't have to listen to them chronologically or all the time. That's yeah. the point. That we just periodically, every so often, get a hashtag. Now you see me. Wait, like <laughs> three <laughs> years from that. now, like hashtag. Now you see me. I'm like, no, we already did it. <laughs> Go back and listen. We already did that one. Uh, uh, so we're gonna do now. You see me. The God, I don't even know what to call it because it's not iconic. It's not classic. It's not. Is it even well liked? Groundbreaking. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Let me look at the Rotten Tomatoes. It's so funny because everyone I've talked to about that movie, when I told them I was doing the challenge, most people were like, "Oh, that's a pretty good movie." It's one of those movies that is is described as pretty good and not great. I think by most people, it's what. Oh my god! I put now try me, <laughs> <laughs> and a picture of a mouth came up. Um. It's one of those movies where 
nobody dislikes it, and everyone would watch it when it's on. Yeah. But it's not on anyone's favorite It's one of those movies list. that I feel like when you're sitting on the couch at home and you're scrolling through the channels, if it's playing on TV and you happen to stop on the channel, yes. eh, you'd let it play. It's what the first couple Fast and the Furious were. Yeah. Before it I was going to say, this movie felt so much like Fast and Furious. Mm. In terms of, like, mindless watching of a film. Um, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss everything in this movie. Because it's smart and complicated and... You, you don't see it coming because now you see me now you see me too <laughs> i saw it coming all right well 50 percent is what it has in rotten tomatoes so that's average half. yeah that's half it's not average it's half that's less than average average that's, is, that's the median oh, score the tomato meter is 50 percent. the audience score is 70 percent. oh see audiences like it yeah and critics realize how trash it is <laughs> but lucky for us, I'm not a critic. I'm an audience, so I don't think it's trash. Both Hannah like and Cassie, um, shout out one time. Shout out. Uh, both said that the movie was like one of pretty them, good. You're, you're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like that? that's a weird way of saying? That. I realized it was weird as soon as I said it. Because <laughs> the other one, your brother is. <laughs> That's a weird way of phrasing that. What a great joke. Oh, man. So awkward. I can't even move on now. I don't want to talk because I'm embarrassed. Don't look at me. You guys okay. went to what you were saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway. Don't cut that out. Why Why did you give me this movie, Nick? That's so dumb. Uh, no, wait, hold on. What were you saying about Cassie uh, Hannah? They both said they liked it. Uh, where did you see them most recently? We went to Medieval Times! Times! Oh, times, times! Oh, so you guys all went out uh, for Matthew's birthday without me to a place I would have loved. Great. Tell me more about it. <laughs> to be fair, my mom also wasn't invited and was also angry about it. So, just like, you know. You like me more than your mom. That is true. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't set it up. Hannah did, so you can blame her. I am. Okay, That's cool. actively what Great. I'm doing. Shout out to Hannah. No, Thanks for coming for you. literally opposite. You did not invite Un-shout me. Shout out to yeah. Hannah. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen, right? She does, actually. Oh, yeah, she's talking to me oh, about shit. the hereditary oh, episode. Oh, man, no, I'm so sorry. I love you, Hannah. <laughs> she <laughs> does. Shout out what the... <laughs> I'm sorry about the fucking thing I said. <laughs> You're just digging yourself into a bigger and bigger yeah, please hole. Please tell me about Medieval Times. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, we went for my brother's birthday. Growing up, we used to go to Medieval Times. Your brother times. who? Matthew? Oh, hi, Matthew. My brother, Matthew. We used to go all the time because he really loved it. So it was like a yearly tradition to go to Medieval Times to the point where we would know all the story changes and everything. That's cute. It was nuts. Um, and so we haven't gone in years. And so he wanted to go again for his birthday uh, for a little bit of nostalgia. And we went, and they changed the story so it's more focused on the queen. So there's no king anymore. They got rid of the king, so it's just the queen. So the princess is now the queen. Um, the one that used to be the princess? Yes, is now the queen. That's And you, the fact that you know that is really cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's still a continuation of... Well, I mean, story-wise, the yeah. princess is now the queen. Oh. Actress-wise, I don't remember. That's what I thought you were yeah, saying. Yeah, no, no, no. And Actress-wise? That's, and that's cool. What you're saying know. now is still fine? Story-wise. Okay, not as cool, but still interesting. Yeah. Please go. <laughs> uh, so, it was cool. Um, I, there was a lot of line flubbers uh, where they would just be like, like, the the one time the girl was like, Hear ye, hear ye! 
line. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the girl was like, don't be so soon. Foolish. And I was like, everyone hurt you. Say soolish. <laughs> Why are you? And then you have to correct yourself. And then um, the other guy who was announcing birthdays, and he was like, on your 10th birth- birthday. On your 10th birth year? No, he's, he meant to say 10th, but he said 10. On your 10th birthday. And I was like, fucking. But he corrected himself. If he didn't correct himself, I don't think anybody would have noticed. But yeah, you have to just kind of they go stop Exactly. Man, but they stopped the whole thing, then correct themselves, and then continue. And it's fucking weird. Um, this one, the other guy, like, couldn't pronounce a name, and he tried, like, six times. Like, after the first or second time, just, like, be like, I'm so sorry for getting And honey, and Tony, and 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 unta. Yeah, that? that's exactly what he did. And he just did that for, like, six minutes. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds like it will probably be one of the best parts. It was ridiculous. Um, and then they changed the story, so they got rid of, like... They sort of got Chauvinism. rid of the traitor and all this stuff. And now the there's a scene where the guy's like, don't you want them to kill the enemy? Like, kill the person they're fighting against? And then the queen's like, no, this is my kingdom. I'm in charge. I'm the only one who can declare war around here. And I was like, okay. But can you like, declare war then? Yeah, just like, <laughs> can you do something cool? <laughs> well, and then there was like, I challenge you, queen. And then she sends like, her best fighter or whatever to go fight the guy but like she, it would have been so badass if she, she came down and was like the and best fought yeah oh come on that would have that been, been fucking awesome that would have been badass that would have been a great instead she just sent like a random dude to come and fight like whatever yeah. it would have been so cool if yeah. she got down there like some female knights that'd be fucking cool well there's no female knights no there's no female knights oh sounds like the opposite of progressive I know right yeah <laughs> But it's fine. And, and before they were playing for the princess's hand, and now they're not because she's like, "Fucking you so don't, why you don't they decide who I get to fuck." Yeah, but now who, what are they playing for? At least that, there, there was like a purpose. Now they're just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I need to go. We need to go right for medieval times. We should go. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we could fucking so. destroy easy. that story. Also, act in it. Also, mm-hmm. start it. Also, just us. <laughs> just you and me. <laughs> it'll be you I, and me. it'll just be you and me larving. I love medieval times so much that I want to just if I was like an eccentric billionaire, I would open up a chain of like Game of Thrones themed like dinner or theater places or yeah. like anything. Like I just love the idea of the, the like idea. knights battling. That's so much fun watching the story. People love it too because they fucking always make money. They have multiple locations. Do they have a Star Wars one? No, but that'd be cool too. Just like, come on, make it happen. Literally do the billions, same thing with billionaires out there listening to the podcast. Make it happen. I mean, have you ever seen that the the that video of those two like world class fencing players but play with lightsabers? Mm-mm. Oh my god! It's think about how cool the lightsaber fights are in the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. and think about those even better because they're like real swordsmen. That be yeah, that is cool. It's really amazing. One guy uses a double sided one, and they're like literally like jumping around and doing these awesome uh, tricks in. That's awesome. Um, okay. I lost my train. So, that's why I kind of trailed off. That's, that's, okay. why, that's why you kind of lost me for a second there. Oh, I'm we glad you're doing, back. And I forgot where we were and I'm still thinking about how I kind of fucked up with Han and Cassie. <laughs> that's the problem. I'm, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the problem with the podcast. Some of us are sitting here talking and we're like, 
oh fuck, we're doing a podcast. We're not just friends sitting and chilling. That's not what I did. I just I don't know what that I happens did. to be all the time. Uh, <laughs> okay, Nick. So uh, I know. I know. Why'd you give like, me? Oh, here, here. How was your week? Uneventful. Great. Okay. How's yours? I I just told you. No, you told me about the middle of times. So I didn't that actually. That was pretty much week. the whole week. It was just work. Fourth of July well, happened. This week. Fourth of July happened. I did lots of podcast stuff. Hey guys, if you want to see some cool art and you only listen to this on iTunes, maybe you've never even seen one, make sure to follow us at Now Try This Cast on Instagram or go to our website, nowtrythiscast.com, to see awesome photoshops by me, your boy Nicholas. So that I feel true. like I'm contributing to the podcast, Marcus, because Marcus edits. I was I realized that there's a whole bunch of people who like may have never seen the pictures. And honestly, best part of the podcast. <laughs> it is best part of the podcast. <laughs> every time I get we get I get every time you make I'm a like, picture, oh, how do I put our faces every time you make a new picture, I'm like, yeah, this is why we do the podcast. This is right here, not for the fans, not for the tweets. And honestly, do I, it for the I get Photoshop better pictures. and better and better at it. And I'm like, oh man, I'm getting real good at this. <laughs> Except this one I had to do for the disaster artist. Because I couldn't do anything with Tommy Wiseau's or James Franco's hair. Oh, so I just had to put my face hard. and yeah. the hair's just there. Yeah. Yeah, hair's hard. It's real hard in Photoshop. I've, I've literally put scarves on people to cover their hair. And it's <laughs> like, why, why are they wearing a scarf now with my head? So I had to cover the hair. <laughs> um, okay, Nick, why did you give me Now You See Me? Uh, before we do that. Uh oh. <laughs> before we do that, hey guys, uh, we need a favor from you. Marcus put out a challenge last week. Or the week before, I don't fucking remember. For people to give us recipes on the podcast as reviews, please explain what you're what you're looking for, guys. You can write anything you want in the iTunes description as long as you give us five stars. Five stars. Some of those things, you know, I've offered you guys to just leave complaints, complain about people you hate, tell us about your day. You can write anything you want as long as you leave us those five stars. But recently, yeah. I've asked for recipes well we got a recipe so what's the next thing oh my god we got a recipe we got a recipe oh will, my god i'll read that in a second but i need you to tell me what the next thing you want people to leave in their reviews when they leave us five stars. okay so in so before the... that i asked for compliments yes <laughs> then you asked for recipes uh-huh now what now it's back to your turn or is it my turn it's your turn i'm okay. not doing it anymore okay it sounds like work <laughs> so you're the more creative you're the funny one so now <laughs> here's what i want guys you this the has been of the a show. huge dream of mine, and oh now it's a little too early to make it happen in the podcast. But I'm gonna go for it, and I'm gonna go for just it. Just try it. Everyone's gonna listen to the "Now You See Me" episode. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 fact of fame: you know you're famous when you have fan fiction written about you. So, guys, <laughs> this is a call to arms. Oh no! Please, oh no! Leave a five star iTunes review what and as a review, leave your best fan fiction of Nick and I. That's what I want, and that's what we're gonna get. So the review we got. Make it hot and steamy, baby. The review we got is actually from Hey Gwen, who has left a review in the past. Hashtag Team Raphael. But edited her podcast. And she has said, edited to add. I didn't know you could fucking do this editing thing. I know, like two people have done it. I know, it's fucking crazy. Edited to add. (laughs) I've now caught up and listened to every... No, hold on. I'm going to do it like medieval times. I've now... No, I'm not. I'm just going to do it regularly. I've now (laughs) caught up... Good choice. I've now caught up and listened to every single episode. Holy shit. I'm obsessed, and I have no idea who the person is either. 
like some of the other people who've left reviews either follow us on Instagram or Twitter or yeah. somewhere so I kind of know who they are like sort of I have no idea who the fuck Hey Gwen is I don't have a fun name of a friend named Gwen yeah neither do I I know you don't I know all your friends <laughs> you met them all I've not I've oh fuck I've why do I do this part I don't know man we all know you can't read I've now caught up and listened to every single episode. I'm obsessed, and I think that this podcast has inspired me to try new things that I'd normally never pick up. Thanks, guys. You seeing my review made my day. Ha ha! Exclamation point. Oh, comma. And a recipe! Exclamation point. Yes! This is my favorite easy chicken recipe. Woo! Take a pound and a half, two pounds of chicken, and put it into a crock pot. Put in an onion, sliced, and a tail. Oh, fucking Gwen? I'm allergic to onions, you fucking jerk. This is for me, oh bitch. Oh, my God. This is for me. I love onions. Keep those onions no, coming. Gwen. Gwen, now you got to leave another review <laughs> with another recipe of something I can eat. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to finish the recipe for posterity, but I'm upset. And you're going to hear it in my voice. Oh, and a recipe. This is my favorite easy chicken recipe. Take a pound and a half, two pounds of chicken, and put it into a crock pot. Put in an onion, sliced, and a tablespoon of minced garlic. (laughs) And one bottle of honey mustard salad dressing. Oh, that sounds good. I also add thyme and rosemary, both fresh. Parentheses, probably a tablespoon each? Question mark? You don't fucking know. <laughs> Cover and cook on low all day. When the chicken is falling apart, why would you want the chicken? It's done! Exclamation point. I serve with roasted potatoes and sauteed veggies. She didn't fucking tell us what veggies. Enjoy! <laughs> Talk about it if y'all try the recipe. I'd love your thoughts. I'd love to try the recipe, Gwen. I would love to, but I can't. You know, you can just remove the onions. Then it's not her recipe anymore. Damn. Damn. You're right. Wow. Wow. At least it's a patchwork socket, right? It, like, oh, <laughs> conundrum. We're at a conundrum here. Did you say patchwork sock? Yeah, a, phil- a philosophical <laughs> conundrum. <laughs> that's that's all the, for the philosophy majors out there, baby. That's a joke What's for you a guys. Sock? It's that thing where if you to have a sock and it, and and then you start like to it starts ripping and tearing and eventually you replace it with other fabrics. A year or so later, is it the same sock after it's basically a mishmash of other threads and socks? I have two questions. Yeah? And mostly because I am real. I really like philosophy. This is really interesting. First of all, <clears throat> why a sock? Just, There's so it many things. could be a things. shirt. <laughs> it could be. A patchwork pants sounds way better. At least it'll, it'll <laughs> Patchwork pants. Yeah. That's, that's way better. The tail of the and patchwork actually, pants. And you actually would patchwork some pants. Yeah. As opposed to a sock, which when it has a hole in it, you throw it away. Like Not everyone's got money in the bank <laughs> like Nicholas does. No, every- Oh, Mr. Money No, you over here. Oh, hey, when I get a hole in my sock, I just throw it away. Wow, Nick. Wow. Okay, check your privilege. Okay, fucking check your privilege. And B, of course it's the same sock. Because it has the sock sole on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke just for us. Because no one else knows the long argument that we got into about souls and like transferring your consciousness to robots. The abridged version is I believe in souls but won't call them souls because I'm not religious. <laughs> and Marcus doesn't so he's an idiot and he wants his body replaced with a 
robot that yes. has his memories. Yes. He thinks that's the same That's thing. me. No, it's that not. That would be me. No. Put me, my brain, into... You are your brain. No, Put your brain not. into a robot. That's new me, and I'm fucking Marcus 2.0. What happens to the old you? There is no old me. There's just there. me. Oh, my God. Come on. Jesus Christ. No, that wasn't the question. That, I would... Uh, no, that, I said yes. The thing that I didn't say yes was a copy. If you took a robot... Uh-huh. Or a new body of you that's cloned, cloned, yeah. even cloned, even in fucking same scars and shit. Yeah. And then they copied your brain and implanted in the new one because you were dying. That <laughs> wouldn't be you. That's me. Yeah, what if you don't die? Then there's two of you. Who's the real you? Uh, there can only be one. Interesting. There can only be one. Interesting. Nice fun fact. There can only be one. Though one great Jet Li movie, Jet Li also started Unleashed... Which this director of Now You See Me also directed. Oh, Boom. Wow. Right around. Now we can talk about Wait, Now You See Me. It's like we've been talking about Now You See Me this whole time and not anything else. Oh, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> we have not talked about Now okay, You Nick, See Me Okay, Nick, why'd you give me Now You See Me? Was it so I could finally see you? Yeah. Behind those glasses? See, see into your soul? See me. See in my eyes. I wish this were a musical. Finally. That would be a good movie. Oh, God. If this was a musical, it'd be my favorite movie. <laughs> it wouldn't be, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. It would turn into my favorite. <laughs> Marcus, I love heist movies. You do? I love movies where everyone has a specific job. Uh-huh. I love magic. And this movie is all three of those things with great actors that I love. I This is the first time I saw Dave Franco. Loved him. First time that I saw Jesse Eisenberg in, like, a, a more... A not nerdy role, which I appreciated because mm-hmm. I thought it showed a little more range from him. Yeah. I love Woody Harrelson. Mark Ruffalo's great. Morgan Freeman. Michael Kane. Listen, people try to say this is a bad movie. If this was a bad movie, why would all these people be in it? Uh, boom. Damn. Argued to death. Damn. Try to wow. patchwork that shit. It's not like a whole payment. It's not like people get paid for movies or anything. They just do it voluntarily. Oh, uh, nice fun fact. They all got prorated for this movie so they can get it made. Uh, nice you. fun fact. I also made that up. Yeah, exactly. Because that would be great for my argument <laughs> if that was I true. I don't believe you. Yeah, no, they, they probably got, got paid a shit. Yeah, they got, got a big got fat paycheck. Pay. That's why they were like, you want to make a sequel? They're like, oh, fuck yes. Oh, they're in talks to make a third. Yo, I'm so... Yo. And now you see me truly... Why is it a franchise? That's so terrible. Because it's a great film. Okay, so... Oh, my God. Talk to me about... Are heist movies like the easiest thing to make or something? Because I feel like there's just so many of these movies that get made when there's like... Real movies, like we just get, we, there's like a season. There's like Oscar bait season, and that's when we get drama, like high quality, well made movies. And Sully. <laughs> and then there's this whole year of like Star Wars and Marvel movies, which I appreciate and I like. But there's also just in between, there's just a little sh- just bunch of these kinds of movies that are just like Ooh, the generic movie came out. Like, Movie where you just don't you go there you don't have to think about anything it's like mindless entertainment, which is fun every once in a while but I just feel like they're just so similar all the time that I feel like May who's 31st, making these movies? This was the summer blockbuster oh in my 2013. God. Oh my god, <clears throat> that wasn't even that long ago. <clears throat> no, because the sequel just came out like two years ago, a year Fuck. ago. I want to watch the sequel. Yo, it's <laughs> even better it's because even in the worse. sequel they don't have to do any setup and they can just do crazy shit. Oh like it gets God. even crazier. The, you know how I explained to you Ocean's Twelve was Ocean's Eleven, but like someone 
like blackmail them and they had to do something. Yeah. It's the same premise. <laughs> so in the sequel, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh-huh. Wait, is that his name? Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Saying it like that sounded weird. <laughs> so Harry Potter threatens them and they have to pull a heist for him. <laughs> oh my god. So they use their magic to pull a heist. That's so stupid. Listen. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and argue and say, like, this is the best movie in the world. I'm not going to sit here and argue that you should even like this movie. I am going to sit here and argue that I love this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, okay, so it has all your favorite things, right? That's why you like it? That's why you gave it to me? And you wanted to share your favorite stuff with me? Correct. Sounds like a bitch move. I don't understand that. Okay. No, that's the whole point of the podcast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, the movie starts off with Jesse Eisenberg doing a car trick. A nice fun fact. That's called a card force, and he actually did that trick. There's no computer things for that. And it works on the audience. Like us watching it? Yes. If you're going to sit here and say you didn't think Seven of Diamonds, you're a troll dick that purposely tried to be like, I'm going to find the one that he's not trying to point out. I wasn't, clubs. I wasn't doing the trick, though. Like, when I'm watching the movie, I'm not like, I'm also going to do the trick also. It's a subconscious thing. He flips through and you think, oh, what do I no. see? And you see the Seven of Diamonds. No, you know why I'm arguing this? Because Hannah said the same thing. She was like, you're just mad because the trick worked on you. And I was like, what trick are you talking about? When they robbed the bank? No, I'm saying the opposite thing. And she said, and she was, Hannah was like, no, the car trick in the beginning. She was like, that's the card I picked, too. And then you just said that they did it to the audience also. And so I guess that maybe was their intention for you to, like, also do the car trick and be in the... And you didn't do it. And I didn't do it. I just straight up was like, okay, I'm watching the movie. Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> is literally looking into the camera talking to you yeah, while doing it. Yeah, it's not a video it. game. It's a movie. So I It's was a like, subconscious thing. Someone tells you to not look to the left, you look to the left. I don't know, man. If the person on the screen tells you to, like, look over here, you look over there. No. He, so, instead of looking at the deck, the trick... I was, was looking the, at Jesse Eisenberg. You started over there. <laughs> because, instead of looking at I the trick... I hate him so much. Instead of looking at the trick, yeah. you were looking into his eyes and judging him. Yeah, pretty much. You are like, why no, are you Lex Luthor? No, I, you know what I was looking at? I was looking at that fucking bitch-ass, like, goatee that he fucking has. That's like a faint... It's like, I can't grow facial hair either, but I don't go into a movie and try to have it the whole film... You know what I mean? I feel like that's what you had a problem. I with? had a huge problem with his goatee. With Jesse Eisenberg's. It wasn't not, thick. It was just like a goatee stubble. It that's was what bad. you can grow. Don't grow anything then. It's a character choice. No, it was not a guy. I don't, I don't fucking know. He's I trying think to be he had, ladies, no, man. I think he had facial hair. He was like, guys, can I not shave? I'm trying to grow it out. And they're like, oh, are you sh- are you sure? And he's Absolutely like, I need not. a writer in my contract Absolutely not. to have, have this ever, fucking bitch have you ass seen goatee. Jesse Eisenberg, he, it was totally like, hey, you should have some facial hair trying to man up. And he's like, I'll show you what I can grow, but you're not going to like it. And he grows that, and he's like, yeah, But it looks they like have shit. so much technology out there to give them better facial hair. They're going to use the CGI, not of the magic, but to give them a thicker goatee. <laughs> I wasn't talking CGI. I was talking okay. like, so he's talking and it's like like Chris him. Pratt can't grow a non-patchy beard. Sure, and so they'll have to go into every episode of Parks and Rec and like fix his beard. If they could do it for Parks and Rec, which I'm sure has a much less budget than Now You See Me, they could have done it for him and made his goatee look a little more full. Some people have that. Some people I don't do know. that. Zach does that all the goddamn time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's why you didn't like it. I yeah, understand. that's why. It's I'm sorry. Zach, it's a friend of ours yeah, does that. 
and he doesn't like him. <laughs> so he <laughs> not true. He doesn't like this. Oh I my god, I get that's it. That's not true. I like, can listen to this episode. <laughs> um. So basically, and then he like does a card trick, and then the number appears on the building. Like yeah. cool, standard magic. It's cool. Do you like magic? That's fine. T- tell me about magic. I so here's my journey with magic. Okay. Okay. I love magic a lot. I used to. My mom used to take Matthew and I to a show called Monday Night Magic, where every Monday they do it. They, I think they brought it back. I don't know if it's still going on, but they brought it back for a little bit in the city. Can we go. Okay. But you go into the city, and I think it's near St. Mark's Place or something. Um, uh, it's in the NYU area, and you go and you just like go see a magic show, and mm-hmm. it's a couple of different magicians. And we went like once a month for a while, like I would say at least for four months in a row. Cool. And it was just, it wasn't that expensive, and it was, like, super fun. I loved it. It's a great thing for kids. I bought a magic book for dummies from there because I was like, oh, my God, I want to do magic so bad. Every, everybody book. does. Every, and everybody has went out of their way to learn one magic trick. Yeah. Like, everyone's got that one thing they can do with the card deck. Yeah. They try and to, I, I just love magic. I just am too slow to do sleight of hand. <laughs> no. I so wish I had I'm the hands dexterous. for it. Yeah. Like, I, 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 it's super frustrating for me because it's like, oh, I totally could do the entertainment part. Yeah. I could totally sure. do the misdirection gotta, and the like, reading part, but I don't have the hands. Yeah, for it. you gotta be I really quick. don't have the hands. Um, but I, I love magic. I love yeah. magic. So I you love going to like, magic dance shows. Your hands and and like, I know it's paint yeah. hands. You know what I mean. And knowing that it's fake doesn't like oh I don't ruin care. it for me. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. Like some people, like when they watch wrestling, they're like, you know, that's fake, right? And I'm like, so I, it's so, so obviously jump. fake. It's just a drama yeah. when men in tights wrestling. Hot yeah. sweaty men. Come on, who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> um, but it's same thing for magic. Like you know, it's fake. Obviously, it's not like I, I'm sitting here thinking it's real. But like, I love to see how they trick the audiences. Like I think yeah. that's such a beautiful part of magic. I love illusion. Yeah. I love all the things about magic. Yeah. And here's why I hate that part of this movie. Before we even talk about the movie, I just want to talk about because you know, before watching this movie, m- the problems I had with the movie because I complain about it anytime you would mention. Now you see yeah, me. But now you've actually seen it. But now I've actually seen it, so now I can talk about it more later. Yeah, and we'll talk about the plot and stuff like that. <laughs> but before even watching Eventually. the movie, my whole, I just was so against this movie, like to my core as a person, so because. It's a fucking movie about magic. So the possibilities are literally endless, and they could do anything. He can shoot fire out of his ass, and they don't have to explain it. There's CGI. Like, there's effects. Like, they don't have to explain or do anything, and they could do literally anything because it's a fucking movie. Right. Which I think magic in a movie doesn't work unless it kind of has... Uh, a ground to stand on and is set oh, in the real world. So, like, you would need a character, like uh, an older magician that has been doing it a long time, to explain, to explain and give how you they do all the big magic to, tricks exactly in the movie. Like, as you, like almost yeah, yeah. like a foil, yeah. like almost yeah. as their villain, like walking through the movie, yeah. explaining it and trying to debunk all their magic. Yeah, and, and so, actively doing that to the audience. Yeah, and like so that, what I was right? going to say is. 
I like that the movie did that. Oh, okay. Because... <laughs> I was about to say, you fucking troll, because that happened. No, I like that the movie did that, because before going into it, I was like, this is fucking stupid. I, oh, and you, then so when you, they... In your, so your perception of the movie was just, they would do these things, and then it's like, you made an elephant appear. Great. All you did was cut the scene, put the elephant exactly. in, and replay the scene, <laughs> and then that's it? Yeah. I'm supposed to be impressed? Yeah. That would thing, be dumb. The part that I'm impressed with of magic is seeing how the person got away with, like, doing yeah. it all. Or experiencing it. Or, yeah, exactly. Or experiencing it. But the fact that it's a movie means that they're just, like, editing everything, and yeah. so no one actually had to do any tricks or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that you said that he did the first trick, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that he actually did that. No. Um, but in the movie, they do the have... The card juking was a double. Yeah. Like the moving of the card. I forget what it's called. But it's almost like dance tutting with cards. Mm-hmm. It's so impressive. But the, the part the of the they have... Morgan Freeman actually explaining how they did all the tricks, yeah. which is really the only reason that that didn't infuriate me more, yeah, and it's the only reason the whole movie works. Yeah. Which sucks because you're taking time away from like other things of like interesting more magic things. Yes, finding and out it also more about means the that in all blah, the sequels blah. they have to continue to have <laughs> someone do that, or in, do you just uh, suspend your disbelief? The sequel is different because this movie is very specifically. They're putting on the show to do the thing that the person told them to do, and they're trying to catch them. The other movie has to do with them against people. So, like, they do some tricks that... They don't do any, like, make an elephant appear. They do, like, some smaller tricks. The next movie is not like this movie. The next movie is Ocean's 11 or 12, but they can do magic and sleight mm-hmm. of hand and trickery yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot... I feel like it's a lot more of... You, you know the scene with Dave Franco and Mark Ruffalo fighting? Yeah. But he's like... He can do magic. Yeah. Which I argue is one of the better, best scenes of the movie. I love that scene. I love that sequence. It's it's more of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they can do stuff. They're, they're still showy parts. Yeah. But then... The, and then there also is the moment at the end, like all heist movies, where they explain how they did everything. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, where does it go from there? And then it goes one by one, showing all of their acts. Oh, I love it. So the first one is Jesse Eisenberg, and he's the he's the illusionist. He's the famous one. He's the yeah. one that's like on TV and stuff. And then it goes to Isla Fisher? Um, no, it goes Woody to Harrison? Woody Harrison. Yeah. Woody goes to Woody Harrison, who is a mentalist. Yes. What do you think of mentalism? I think mentalism I love it. is hilarious. Um, I love Derek I think Brown. it's one of the stupidest things, and that if you fall for it, you are an idiot. Um, <laughs> and I love that. So, I think it's hilarious, because in Six Flags, they used to have those mentalist shows, where the guy would be right, like, so I'm going right. to hypnotize, like, 50 people. So I've never bring... seen that. Oh, really? No, I've he never brings seen people on stage, and he would, like, whittle them down to the people who, like would actually do the thing. So he'd bring 50 people on. He's like, come on, everyone come down. And then he'd be like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And then he'd like, like the people who were like, he'd kick them out immediately. And then like, whittle them down to like a handful of people. And then do like, okay, when I snap your fingers, you're going to uh, dance like a chicken. And then he'd like do it. And people would dance like a chicken. Um, And then... Uh, they're like, I'm going to put all these stickers on your face, and, and you're not going to notice them until you leave the theater. And when you leave the theater today, then this thing would happen. And it was interesting, because as a kid, you're like, oh my god, how is he doing this? And then you leave the theater, and like, I, one time I followed the guy to see if like when he left the theater, he would notice. And he was a plant. 
Oh, obviously, yeah, he was a plant. But he left the theater, and then he was like, Oh, how did all these stickers get on my face? Oh, my God. And I was like, Oh, yeah. It worked. I was like, Oh, how? And now I'm like, You fucking idiot. Like, why didn't you see that? That that was a plant. That is different than real mentalism, though. Like, real mentalism is like... Like, that is a part of the gimmick of it all. Yeah. Like, the hypnotism part. And it, it really does involve some hypnotism. But, like, I love when it's, like, when that person can make you say, can make you say, like, Darren Brown is very famously the most famous one. He's done it with celebrities and all, all, all over the world. Like, I remember watching him with Simon Pegg. Uh-huh. And, and he got Simon Pegg there and he started having a conversation with them. And he said... That he had to pick a gift, you know? Hmm. And he was like, I want a pink bike. And he had a pink bike there for him. But, like, the 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 science behind mentalism is, like, suggestion. Like, you get the person to say or think the thing you yeah. want them to say. Or, uh, the opposite side, you get to pull from them. Like, if I was like, I need to, you, I need to know who you're thinking of. And it's A, B, C, C. And I see the twerks and the twicks. Mm-hmm. And I realize you're talking about your... Your uh, friend Carol. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that, the science behind all that? Fascinating. Yeah, love I like it. that. I uh, love that part of it. I, I think I don't like these stick are up. cool yeah. and, and. There's like, just not like a lot the... of ones that are at that level. Yeah, There's exactly. There's a lot of hokey, you're playing the audience and I'm entertaining. Exactly. That's Which exactly is a lot of magic, is. to be fair. Yeah. You know. I think most magic is. I mean, most it's magic, for they, bought, they bought it out of a box and they're entertaining it and they're exactly. turning the flower into a desk yeah. because they pressed the button that did it. Yeah. And I think, honestly, like, America's Got Talent has, like, contributed to like making oh, a lot yeah. of magicians popular too yeah totally. which is pretty cool i, I like when mentalists are on there yeah with the judges. exactly yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, that's impressive. i think yeah. it's really cool um so woody harrelson also i think he, i love him like he's, he's a perfect a great guy actor, as a and he's so good oh yeah, yeah so perfect. swarmy cocky i, I loved his character yeah. like the whole movie i like him he's great he's i i would say that he's the only good out of the four. interesting person he has the most character. And he also has the most dialogue. He has the most dialogue, because he's got to talk. He's exactly. I think that's also why I like mentalism, because it's almost like a bard, you know? Yeah. Like, if somebody was a, bar- a bard, it would kind of be like a mentalist, able yeah. to trick you, able to sense your motives, mm-hmm. able to do all that stuff. Oh, man, Misa's a bard. I mean, Misa's a mentalist. Mentalist, yeah. 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 There's cool. a mentalism class in Pathfinder. It's dumb. Bard's better. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and then there's that great scene with him, with that husband and wife, and he cons them out of some cash yeah and then you also find out that he used to be popular but he went to jail for mm-hmm. like fraud because his brother like fucked him over yeah that's who's in the sequel his oh, brother oh nice yeah it's cool that's cool and then the next one's Ishil fisher right uh yeah yeah who is the escape artist you find out she used to be jesse Eisenberg's assistant yeah she's moved on what do you think of her introduction to her scene um i i thought that it was cool it was super dramatic no. Just like you would do for a show. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was apropos. Well, um, this is one of those moments that I agree with you that it's not a disservice, but it's not as interesting as real magic. Because obviously, she just... Obviously, it's whatever. She just, was just yeah. cut it and put exactly, it Exactly, yeah. Nice fun fact, though. During the filming, that she was actually in a tank. And they left it open so she can get up to the breathe. Yeah. During the filming process, her handcuffs actually got caught in the bottom. And she was stuck in there for three minutes... And she wasn't really supposed to. Mm. She was only supposed to be like 30 second increments. But she was in there for th- three minutes and was like banging on and trying to tell them that she couldn't get out and was trying to pull. And everyone's like, oh, it's acting. She's acting because that's what she's supposed to be doing. Holy Until shit. someone finally realized and let her yeah. out. Yeah. So. Three minutes? Yeah. 
Wow. She got all the breath for three minutes? You have to when you're in that kind of situation. You could do it too if I would have just died. <laughs> I would have just straight died. I'd be like, oh pass throw forty five seconds, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Let yourself drop. Just give in. Um <laughs> So I respected her a little more when I found that out. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I love little facts like that. But then also, the last one... That also makes me more mad, because this whole thing is just a fucking movie, and you can do it in literally the easiest way possible. You don't have to actually do any of this shit. And yeah. they're like, no, we're going to put her life in, in real danger. Like, I would have... Like, I love this movie, but it would be one of my favorites if I found out... If someone out, died on set? No. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I found out these guys really could do this magic. Like, yeah. if I found out, like, Dave Franco really spent, like, two years of his life throwing training cards. how to do it. Well, he really is throwing cards. He can really do it. Yeah. He, during the, the talk shows and stuff, during when these movies mm-hmm. come out, he really does it with, like, the, That's cool. Jimmy Fallon or whoever. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. who. But he, like, really does the card throwing. So he actually can do it. Um, but, I mean, like, even more so, like, actually yeah. could do some of these things. That would be really interesting. Yeah. Like, when Chris Pratt, like, I loved when Magnificent Seven came out, yeah. and Chris Pratt went on that British talk show, and, like, did a card trick, because his... Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. he really did the yeah. card trick. That's cool. I like, those are great moments, yeah. you know? Um, okay. Dave and Franco. then, so you meet all of them... No, no, no. Dave Franco. Got Dave, Franco. Dave Franco. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Sorry. the street magician. Oh, man. <laughs> he's a trash magician. He's like... No, he's like the up-and-coming. He's got the skills, but he doesn't have, like, the grandeur yet. Like, yeah, he's yeah, still learning. Yeah, and he's I love robbing. That. He's like a street rat. He's like yeah. the Aladdin of the group. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then they all get cards uh, inviting them to something that we don't know. Yeah. Um, Neither do they. They all meet up in the same apartment, and then they go in, and there's, like, a magic trick set up, and it reveals nothing, right? Blueprints. Just, like, fi- blueprints, yeah. And you don't even really know, and then it just cuts to a year then later. Then it cuts to a year later. Yeah. Honestly, maybe not the best pacing for a film. It's kind of weird how that all kind of happened yeah it was it was but what were you thinking i, I actually this? don't mind i didn't mind that like yeah. i was like okay cool they're gonna skip to a year later but when what they skipped to one year later is them having a fucking like vegas show yeah and it's all four of them together doing uh, a magic the trick four horsemen yeah loved it i like that but also it. it's, it's just like, like team. it's just funny because it's i i feel like the more heist movies i watch the more i don't like heist movies Oh, maybe. Because <laughs> it's like, I think heist movies tend to fall along the same, like, problems where it's like, you're so focused on the planning phases and the this and the mm-hmm. that that you're not getting any, any character, character development. No character. No, no character development. There's no time. There's, like, barely any dialogue that's about the people doing the heist. It's all about doing the heist itself. Yeah. And so, same thing with Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Same thing with this movie where I feel like if you counted the dialogue that they had... That the four horsemen had in total in that solo. was not during one of their shows, it'd be like nothing. It happened, it happened solo. In solo. That was pretty much a heist movie. Yeah. It happened in Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I it's and, and Baby Driver. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely Baby Driver. Yeah. You barely get anything about anybody. <laughs> I loved that movie, but the reason it wasn't like one of my favorite movies ever was because I never really found anything out about it. Exactly, yeah. And so I think that's a the problem with heist movies. Well, we need to make a heist movie with character. Okay. We got this. What is it? Is it going to have magic? And magic. Let me start learning about magic. <laughs> yeah, I got to learn magic. I got, I got like... Who two, said you're going to be in it? I we got to make it. Oh, you have to be in it. You're yeah, the villain. Yeah, why would I be in it? Yeah. Ooh, I'm the villain? You're the villain. I'm the magician villain? Yeah. Ooh, and you're the good magician. You why am I in it? <laughs> you're going to be in it. You, you're, which, what kind of magician would you want to be? Um, a uh, Chris Angel. 
An edgy, edge lord magician. Edge lord magician. I'm gonna be edge lord magician. I'm gonna be like emo, <laughs> all in black, leather pants. Do you watch any real magic? What do you mean real magic? Like real magicians, professional magicians on TV? Yeah, yeah. I watch the Chris Angel show all the time. Uh, I meant now. Like, do you, are you? No, impressed? not now. I'm not up to date with you. Don't watch stuff. Penn and the Teller's most recent. Full us no. or anything? Or? I, I mean, when they're on America's Got Talent, I watch them. Sure. Or the most recent thing I saw is when. Um, David Blaine did, like, a thing with celebrities where he was, like, oh, going around and, like, yeah. doing magic tricks. I mean, I'll, I'll sit there on YouTube for a day and catch up on the best of Fool Us uh, from Penn and Teller's Fool Us mm-hmm. and watching the, like, the I forget what it's called, but it's basically the World Cup of yeah. magic. Um, There's one guy I was going to describe, but if you've never seen him, it's hard to describe him, so never mind. Um, but, yeah, I think... I feel like you grabbed the ukulele, so I was, like, waiting for Charm by Charm to start. <laughs> oh, I forgot like... about Charm by Charm. Oh, great segue! <laughs> Let's do Charm by Charm Because okay. you brought it up Because I forgot We had to do it Charm by Charm Okay So explain what Charm by Charm is Charm by Charm is a podcast Within the podcast Podception Where we talk For five minutes About Charmed We go episode by episode Throughout the entirety Of this series Which Gives us more work to do But we're willing to do that Because that's what the fans want JK oh, My phone's been want. on this whole time Whoops Uh oh <laughs> You ready? Yep. And five minutes. Okay, so this episode is called Thank You for Not Morphing. Uh, quick synopsis from IMDb. When the father of the Hellwell sisters return, Prue doesn't trust him, whilst Piper and Phoebe, on the other hand, adore him. They invite him to have dinner with them. Meanwhile, neighbors of the Hallowells are mutants who try to steal the Book of Shadows. They're mutants? They're demons. That is bad. Uh, Wikipedia, in the episode, they say they are demons. Actually, the <laughs> next one also says they're mutants. Because it's too different. That's weird. I guess they're mutants. That's a weird description. In the episode, it says demon. I take the canon. I don't take the fucking plot synopsis. Huh. Written by idiots who don't watch Charmed. Okay, so, Papa, I, daddy I, issues. Okay, I hated this episode. Oh, you hated the episode? Okay, I hated this episode. Because the thing I said in the last episode that I liked the best was the fact that they had, like, ABC storylines. And this and one just had all the one. the one. The one and I did not like it. was it. a bad storyline, too. Because oh, it was man. just, like, these annoying neighbors. And there were so many scenes that were just, like, comedic. Like, they're, they they're didn't look threatening. They looked yeah. stupid. Yeah. Like, the fact that... There were scenes that, with just them. There were scenes, all the scenes with just them. Yeah. They were, like, so bad. Like... We've watched a lot of serialized TV shows, especially ones with supernatural stuff. Yeah. But the best of the best being Buffy, Angel, that kind of stuff. Yeah. We've seen, like, silly, campy villains. Yeah. But this wasn't even that. No. They were just stupid. And you only see the one do her real true form. And my favorite part is when they vanquish them at the end, she's the only one that turns into her true form, and the other ones are just still in there. Like, yeah, uniform. they're normal like, human you dudes. Do the makeup on all three? No. <laughs> they didn't want to do the makeup on any of them. Just oh, the one. God. Okay, but my biggest problem with it wasn't even the villain. Because sometimes the villain doesn't even matter if the storyline's good and the interaction between yeah. the sister's good. God, I hated the dad. You hated the dad? He was a pervert. How is he a pervert? Every time he said anything about any of his daughters, it felt like a come on. Like he felt sleazy and like he wanted to fuck Phoebe. I think he wanted to fuck the actresses. Like, honestly, the vibe I was oh getting my from the God. actor. I didn't like it. Maybe it's just because we don't really have dads, but, like, it just felt like oh, he maybe. was trying to fuck them. <laughs> maybe. I, maybe that's how dads are with their daughters. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus but Christ. But I don't think so, Marcus. Not having that in think, our lives, I I, it just felt, like, predatory. Right. I don't think that's how dads are. But the, the biggest problem I had with it is, like, he just wasn't... Int- like, what, what, what purpose... Actually, can you can you explain this episode to me? Because I'm confused. Was so, Victor in cahoots with the mutants? No, he was not. Victor came to town to honestly try to get the Book of Shadows out of their lives because he knows the that with the book, that they would inherit the powers yeah. and that demons and monsters would start to and warlocks would start Solid to come. Point. They killed 
other mother, and so he was didn't want the same fate to befall his daughters. Yes, and so Fair. he came back to try to do that. I wonder if this was before or after. Never mind. But at the same time, the mutants came in. And they were trying to use the father to get into the house. What do you mean use the father? <clears throat> by going, by threatening to kill him. And then he played them. And then. I didn't get, I don't know. It, it seemed like he was in cahoots. No. Like he was. So they brought, so the, the mutants kid, like went, broke into the hotel that he was staying in and were like, okay, we're going to kill him. We're going to kill you if you don't help. That's what that scene oh, was. We're going to kill it was, you. I, for me, when I watched <laughs> it, which made me super confused, it felt like they had been in cahoots the whole time and he was oh, checking in. No. Like, what do you want from me? I'm trying to do the best I can. No. And I was like, is he going to run? That's not what it was. Happening? No, no, no. Oh, they were like, we're going to kill you if you don't do this. And then he like, quick thinking was like, okay, cool. Here's how I'm going to subvert you guys. Oh. And See, he was like, that makes it along. better? Not good. But it better. But better. But yeah, that's, no, that's what still, was happening with that episode. Still, I still hated it. So, <clears throat> so then the dad comes in. They try to, like, do that whole thing where, like, I'm the real dad. No, I'm the real dad. And then... It was so poorly done. It was done. so done. It was, it was so stupid. And then he was just like, just kill me. And he was like, oh, that's... Obviously, bad. you're the real one because you you're suicidal. Yeah. And then they got the ring of protection. He put it on. They killed the mutants. They kill... They don't kill the dad. They hurt the dad. And then it's like, great, the dad's going to be a reoccurring character in the show. And he disappears. And then the, the next, later on, like five minutes later, it's like, he, oh, the dad can't make it to dinner. I guess we're going to watch this VHS. And then he Well, here's the thing. I also remember them meeting the dad once or twice in other episodes. He doesn't show up a lot, which I'm glad. Oh, but I he comes back. He, he shows back up at Oh, that's points. nice. I don't know. I hated him. I didn't like him at all. Like but, it was so weird. But I he leaves. He, he leaves them a note. I hate and then a VHS. Oh, they watch the VHS. No, man. Like, I hate it's like this. Time, like, oh, remember when you used to be scared of the dark? It's like yeah. oh, you fuck. But oh, super important. This is also where we meet Leo, first the handyman. Leo, first pew, episode. Pew, 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 and everyone wants to fuck him. Everyone. All three of the Phoebe it looks like she was about to fuck him. Oh my god. Phoebe was trying to. I'll show you. She literally was like, "I'll show you the attic," and brought him. Isn't the attic where the book of shadows? Yeah. Exactly. I always thought Phoebe's an idiot. She's gonna get them all killed. She is. Oh, I wonder if she's the reason Prue could... I don't remember why Prue dies. Oh! And that's five minutes of... Charm! Bye! Charm! Nice. I'm glad you changed it to, uh... Can I tell you something? Song of Charm, yeah? Cost me $1.29. Because <laughs> a stupid iPhone app, when I tried to change the ringtone, you had to go to the ringtones on iTunes. Uh, and I was like, I could probably download an app to get another time. Yeah, there but is. I was yeah. like, fuck it. I'm just going to click... I paid one twenty nine for that. Oh my god! So you better like. I appreciate it. it. That right. was nice. That was actually really back nice. to um, next week. We'll be doing episode four. And now back to the other podcast. Now you see me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're introduced to all the magicians. They do their big show. Yeah, and in Which the show, fun. I wish there was more of the show. Yeah, in their show, they get a guy. He goes in. Rob, they rob teleport a bank. Him to a French they teleport bank. him to a French bank. They rob the bank, and then it's like, voila, uh-huh. fuck. We, we and then they the give the bank. audience three million euros. Yes. Everyone freaks out. The cops come because the bank really got robbed. Yeah. And then you introduce to Mark Ruffalo and, mm-hmm. and, and the FBI and shit. And the FBI agent. And then he gets a new lady who's like part of Interpol. Mm-hmm. And so you're supposed to be like, oh, is she part of the magician group or not? What's happening? Um,. And uh, all the magicians are like super. I never thought that. I always just thought I was like Mark Ruffalo, something a dick. All the all the magicians are like fucking huge assholes. I love the They're interrogation. All huge dude. assholes. I love the interrogation. Like, overly with them. confident, yeah. cocky. Oh man, the scene where fucking Woody Harrelson's like. Talking Did the girl to him. do anything during that scene? No, 
she did the thing with a chair, and then it never cut to her talking. But they also didn't talk to Dave Franco. They only talked to the mentalist. What thing with the chair? She was just making a spin. It looked almost like magic. She was balancing it. But she's, but she's the escape artist. Yep. So they didn't do anything with her or talent. Dave Franco. But Dave Franco throws cards. Like, that's forgivable. <laughs> that's fine. Well, he also has a great set piece later where he's fighting. Yeah, yeah. And throwing cards. Yeah, yeah. But that's... Oh, she's the most underserved but person she's in this an whole escape movie. Ar- oh, hold on. <laughs> the biggest fucking worst part of the whole movie right now is that she's a fucking escape artist. She didn't escape? And she's in handcuffs, and they don't have a scene of her escaping. Well, they have Instead, the they with focus Jesse Eisenberg on escaping. Jesse Eisenberg escaping. How fucking bullshit is that? Well, she's a woman, so... That's exactly what it was. They were sexist. That's so sexist and shitty. Well, if you want to hear something... It's literally her talent. That is the one thing. Want to hear a nice fun fact? It was originally going to be four guys, and then they cast a girl. So, really, it was just a disservice to that character. And then they were like, well, we might as well give the shitty character to a hot girl. So, So they made it a hot girl, and then they were like, oh, she's the magician. Then they also added this backstory of a magician's assistant. Because it it was not like they were going to make him gay. Because this movie's too macho. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been A male which is insistent. Yeah, the same tension. Yeah. I would like that. If Jesse Eisenberg's character was gay, at least I'd be like, at least I'd be rooting something for yeah. you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. now, like, listen, he's a dick. But I. But instead, I they I had the, the whole escape artist thing what happened with Jesse Eisenberg where he escapes out of handcuffs and puts the other guy in handcuffs. And It was cute. It was stupid. It was cute. It was stupid. And he did the thing in the Coke, and that was the key, and then he stole the phone. Yeah. And then you, they let you see that he stole the phone, because then he winked at the camera, basically. Yeah, exactly. How and, do you... and that set it up for later. So, okay, so magician-wise, right? Sure. Since magic isn't real. Yeah. He, that means he snuck in a can of Coke with a key for the lock already in it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Right. Yeah, good. good. And then he got rid of the can of Coke, assuming in his ass or something. Yeah, where's well, the original can of Coke? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, ooh, you want me to blow your mind even more? Yeah, that's this, the trick I want to explain. How, how do you get the key into the this can is of Coke? How, this is how that was so, closed. No, this is probably how. Uh, spoilers for the end of this movie. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's the guy. No, no, that wouldn't matter. No, no, no what undo it? that spoiler. Hold on. So this is what this is what happened. They broke into the FBI place <laughs> before this. Mentalized her to want to Coke that day. Was it a Diet Coke? Yeah. A Diet Coke that day. No, they've been mentalizing her for weeks <laughs> to make her the only one in the whole FBI building that liked Diet Coke. Yeah. They've been mentalizing everyone yeah, for yeah. weeks. Then they put that Coke can in the vending machine. Uh-huh. And then that day, because they've been mentalizing her to have a Diet Coke every day, she got that Diet Coke. They set it up way ahead of time. Wow. That's See, I just explained it. You did. That's yeah. why there's no Diet Coke in his ass. <laughs> You're welcome. Why is there no Diet Cook in Jesse Eisenberg's ass. Mm. This is, we're asking the hard questions mm-hmm. on this podcast. So then they realize they they literally have nothing on them because it's yeah, whatever. it's like magic, and it's like oh, do you believe that so they actually they stole it? Go, Proof but, that they did but it. Then you meet uh, Morgan Freeman's character, who is one of those exposing magician guys. Yeah, who I think personally are assholes. Yeah. So you think that guy with the mask was an asshole? Yeah, a huge asshole. Because you remember the guy with the mask. I forgot oh, his name. Everyone but he would him. go around like, well, he revealed his whole show was just like. And no one knew who it was. I was like, I don't know. His whole show was just like, oh, I'm going to tell you how magicians do the tricks. Like, yeah. But that's the whole point of magic. You don't know. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's part of the fun. Like, it's okay to have some wonder in your life. No one, you obviously know it's fake, but the cool thing is like, I wonder how they did it. That's the cool part. The I cool mean, part is knowing it's fake and then still. Here's the thing. I want to be a magician, so I like both. Yeah. 
Like, I want to be a magician. Like, yeah. I know it's not real. And you also, you like, you don't need to know it's not real. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you find out how it's done, it's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's They're it. They're both cool. It doesn't matter. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, you're impressed with the artistry of it. You're impressed with the yeah. ability for a person to subvert, to subvert you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Those things, you know? Yeah. So. For you to watch someone do something in front of you and then not. Yeah, I like notice. I like Morgan Freeman's role because he's a little bit of an asshole. He's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and then you also find out they give this throwaway thing about the guy, the magician who put a card in a tree and then killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> because of Morgan Freeman. It's not character. throwaway. It comes up a lot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the whole card. It's pretty heavy handed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like the hereditary thing. We're like, oh, it's, it's not. It's not a throwaway when the whole. It's not a call. Movie it's stops like, mm. to talk about <laughs> the thing and puts the camera on it for ten seconds. Yeah. Hey, there's a call over here. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe maybe it's this a, movie's about cults. It's the same thing. Where maybe it's like it's movie cults. It's like okay, I'm gonna tell the story twice. She tells the story twice. So you're saying this movie is as good as hereditary? I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you would agree with that. No, hereditary great movie. I didn't like it as much. Hereditary is better. But I didn't like it, though. That's the difference. That's true. The um, And then what happens? They have the second magic show? Um, yeah, pretty much. Like, the, the cops are chasing them for a little bit, but they pretty much have the yeah. second magic show. I would say Mark Ruffalo gets the most screen time of anybody in this movie. Mark Ruffalo gets a lot. More yeah. than you think. Yeah, yeah. But it's, so, it's interesting Ruffalo. to have the person who's the, doing the chase. one of the bigger stars in this. It's yeah. Him and Morgan Freeman. Yeah, but he has the most screen time. So you get to know him a lot. You get to know his character yeah. well enough. But everyone else... Well, to be fair... Also, spoilers for the end. You get to know him the most, but then it changes everything (laughs) (laughs) about everything you've been seeing this whole time. Mm -hmm. So every time you think he's just a frustrated cop that's down on his luck, it's all on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. So nothing mattered of all this time we spent with him. Oh, man. So the one character that you get the most development about and the most backstory was all lie and fake. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Great. It's a great movie. Oh, my God. Um, And then uh, what happens? What's the second heist? And then it's... It's uh they do the the New Orleans magic so they show. have like a beneficiary who they keep naming yeah um, Michael Caine Michael Caine Mark and Mark. so originally I think I thought that that was the guy who got them all together because it's like shows them all getting together and oh. then fast forwards a year later so I was like oh it must have been this guy he must have been like some old magician who like just did it sure um but then it turns out that no he was just part of this insurance company and he so he was just a rich, a rich guy, guy who wanted to back puts them on shows and, stuff. and that's it yeah. Um, which I thought was interesting. Um, but then you find out everyone that is in the audience that day got fucked over by his insurance company. So yeah. they literally steal $144 million from Michael Caine and give it to everyone in the audience. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I like that they did that. That was a good scene. Um, and I, I like that they subverted him and they were just like, oh, as an audience member, you're like, oh, I guess he's not the beneficiary. I mean, I guess he is a beneficiary, but I guess he's not the reason they're together. Yeah. There must be something else. So there's still that mystery. That mystery pops up again. Mystery. Uh, and I like that. I thought that And then they chase cool them probably. through the... Yeah, I more. like this magic trick. The first French thing, I didn't like. Um, yeah. The French bank thing, I, I didn't like. I was like, it's stupid. They just dropped him in a hole underneath the stage, probably. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, oh. Yeah. Weird. Cool. Uh-huh. And then the second time, I'm like, oh, I, I like yeah, the other yeah. one better. I agree with you. I was like, either one, they dropped him in a hole underneath the stage, or... They really teleported They really teleported him. And I was like, both I'm mad at. <laughs> but the teleportation, you would have been way more mad at. Yeah. Because if it yeah, turned yeah, out yeah, the magic yeah. was real, you're like, all right, so the premise of this movie is dumb. Exactly. Like, yeah, the premise yeah. of the movie didn't, wouldn't be real yeah. if it was real magic. Yeah. If it's real magic, then yeah. the premise is stupid. They could do whatever they want. The only magic trick that I'm upset about, because I don't know if you could actually do it, and I don't know how... Th- Every other magic trick... Is I- it him cutting a pencil in half with a card? No, from far away? You can do that. Okay. 
That I think is possible. I think the magic trick is the bubble thing. Oh, the bubble thing I thought was stupid too. That's stupid because that's clearly it. just CGI and you couldn't really do that. And that's not real. But to be fair, yeah. I bet David Copperfield could do it. You think so? Yeah, he make probably a bubble could, person. Dude. I was thinking that because I, I thought that was stupid too. I was like, yeah. "This is stupid." That's the only but then one. I was like, that was the only one that was clearly ha- just CGI. Yeah, exactly. Everything I was like, else, maybe. I, I was like, maybe she has like wires, and then like the bubble. I was like, the bubble needs to be a complete seal, otherwise it doesn't. It's not a bubble. It's not a bubble. <laughs> so I don't know. I was like, this one's not believable. This one's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then they Everything go. Uh, they burn that bridge, and then Michael King gets pissed off, and he's like, he hires Morgan Freeman to stop them, pretty much. Oh yeah. I didn't understand this part because, like, it just felt like Martin King kept af- offering Morgan Freeman more money to do what he was already doing. Yeah. So I was like, exactly, I don't, I don't yeah. Understand and they kept mentioning this magician this whole time. Like, Lionel Strike? Lionel Strike, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was the magician that. Did the card trick in the tree thing. Yeah, which is really impressive, but then. Yeah. He also is the one but that then the guy revealed fucked over. Yeah. In his first special. Mm hmm. So he discredited him. So then he, you find out later, he did a trick where he put himself in the safe in the bottom of the river. Yeah. And he fucked it up and died. Yeah. But he did that trick unprepared because Morgan Freeman discredited him. Yes. While Morgan Freeman's like, that was his fault that he did that. Exactly. It was his fault. He's a two-bit magician. And then you find out everyone else is like, no, that was straight up your fault. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and then uh, basically the whole move, rest of the movie is like, a, a, it's a heist heist. Typical like chase film where like the rest of it's kind of just the chase. guy and chase. yeah it's just chase after chase and the cops are always one step behind and yeah. blah 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 uh, and then you also have the whole Morgan Freeman explaining all the magic tricks that they do because without that then it's stupid. Um, sure. Like I honestly like without the explanation of the tricks then it's like is it real magic then the plot becomes is it real magic is you know that yeah. kind of thing and but it reinforces the that. fact that they got the blueprints <laughs> that all of this was orchestrated yes. by someone else it reinforces the heist part of the movie that yeah. they're good at what they do yeah like they are <laughs> artists they are yeah. real illusionist magicians my, that are uh, using that yeah. for heisting my other problem with the movie is that. It's a heist movie, and a heist movie, everyone gets to use their special talents, and they show everyone's special talents. Except Isla Fisher. Yeah, but also, no one uses their special talents except the mentalist guy. Different girl. He fights a guy with cards? Like, that's not, yeah. that's not like, a planned, like, I'm going to use my special talent no, it was in this way. It was 100% he doesn't planned. throw the card to, like, it was get it underneath the, the door of the safe perfectly. Ooh, like You get that in the second one, dude. Fucking see, that's yeah. What I'm you're saying. super stoked for the second one. <laughs> I can already tell. You're, you don't have to tell me whether your lights are not because it doesn't matter because you're stoked to watch the second one. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I stuff like that. Like they they didn't use. You're their right. There should have been more of this. It was it was a lot of setup. It was yeah. a lot of explaining. It was a lot of the one big mystery. and the big tricks that they were doing were just like generic. Like yeah, we're gonna drop money in a crowd. I, I agree. Except the mentalism. Because yeah, except Woody the Harrison, mentalism was the one honestly, thing that they I feel kept like using. a lot of it is because Woody Harrelson was the like, whole movie was them relying on the mentalism. Yeah. It was like, okay, he's the reason that the bank guy fell asleep. And then they also used that as just like a, a like deus ex machina, where it's like, oh, mentalist, he can do anything. He can get this. He can get that. He can do this. He can do that. And it's like... I mean, the, the thing that I love about this, you can just which makes me love about sleep. heist movies, is like the reveal of the safe was there the whole time, and they thought they took it away, but it yeah. was really there because the mirrors... Yeah. Moments like that. Those are the cool moments for me. Well, the first thing, when they opened the car uh door and they were like oh the safe's fine it's right there and i was like oh you should open the safe 
And they're like, okay, we're going to go do this other thing. And I was like, open the safe now. That would be my first thing. My first thing they would did. be to open. No, they didn't. They didn't open the safe. They drove to the next location. And then no, Morgan they had Freeman to. came. No, they had to because the boss told the people driving to do it. Yeah, exactly. And they had to follow their orders. No, he's stupid. I'm, I, know, I know that they did the, the right thing. thing. I know that they followed the rules, but they were stupid. That guy, the boss was stupid. The guy driving? The guy driving with a million dollars, millions, millions no, of dollars. No, the they they stopped the car, right? They opened the car. They look at the safe and they go, "Okay, everything looks good." And, and then, then they, they think it. about their next move. They don't open it. Then they think about their next move. They talk about it for a little bit. Then the boss is like, "Okay, they're going to head to five points. We got the location." They show them a YouTube video saying that they're going to go to five points. Then they close the safe. The two guys get in it, but we find that later. Um, then they drive to five points where Morgan Freeman is. Morgan Freeman's like, hey, what's up, guys? And then they pull out the guns, like, because he opens the back of the car door. They pull out their guns. They're like, they think Morgan Freeman's behind it. That's where Mark Ruffalo accuses Morgan Freeman. And Morgan Freeman's like, you guys are idiots. Check the safe. That's where they check the safe. Hours later. That's not true at all. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I just watched it. It's... I also just watched it. <laughs> That's not what happened. What happened? When they opened the safe, it was the handkerchief thing. And then you find out it was... I'm saying, and that's the point. At when Morgan Freeman comes in, that's the point where no, they open Morgan the safe. No, Morgan Freeman is there for that. What are, you, are you not... I, oh, wait. Then Morgan... Yeah, Morgan Freeman's there at the five points getting location. Arrested. Not getting arrested yet. He's there. They point the guns at him. Yeah. And then he's like, open the safe. I had nothing to do with this. I'm just like, one step ahead of you. And you guys are like two steps behind Oh, I thought you were saying the moment when he opened his car. And there no, were no, no, in no, no, moment, no, no, And no, I thought no. you were connecting those two. No, I was no, like, no. No, no, no. Then oh. they open the safe hours after they originally saw the safe. And then it's a fake safe. And there's air balloon animals it in it. It wasn't hours later, was it? Yeah. It was daytime and then it was nighttime. So Yeah, that's what happens. It's 5 o'clock and then it's 5.30. Daytime, nighttime. That's a half hour. It's not. It wasn't like five minutes. They made it seem like it was going to be five minutes, and then it was nighttime. And I was like, "Okay, it was either like it was at least an hour." As or a soon half as hour. they got the car to stop, they looked at the safe. No, they did not. Yes, they did. No, they, they didn't did not get the car to stop. They didn't open the safe when the car stopped because they yelled at the guy in the car. He was like, "Hey, what's up? I'm just following orders." They open the back of the safe. They see that the safe. They open the back of the truck. They see that the safe's there. They close it, and then they fast forward to the five points location. Hold on. I'm, hold on. We're going to pause while Nick watches this and admits that I'm right. All right. So I just watched the scene and I understand why Marcus is confused. I'm right. Marcus is Can confused. you just say that I'm right because, about the sequence of events at least? Sure. You're 100%. Great. But the thing you're wrong about is they're the FBI. It's not their safe. <laughs> they have to get the people that whose safe it is to open it later. It's some people's but, safe. But they still open the safe. Later. When the people get there. The FBI are the people to open the safe. It's like another person. Oh, my God. No. It is. But they still... Oh, my God. But they should have at least opened the safe or at least... They like, can't just open waited. it. The person that opened just it waited was like a safe cracker. If they cracker. thought that's where all the money is, it's the stupidest thing to bring it to the location. No, be, no, it's not because they think the people are after it. So they think they're keeping it safe by keeping it with them. Oh, my God. That's what you would do. They're so stupid. Okay, okay. So you... Okay, here... The here, FBI oh, are no, no, stupid, though. I told you I was going to steal your chair. Yeah. That chair right there. Yeah. And you were moving at the moment. Yeah. So you put it in the back of the truck. And then I, you found out I was stealing it. And then you stop the truck. You look at the box that the chair is in. Oh, there's the box. Great. As you continue your day, you still think I'm after your chair. I would chair. check for the chair. That's my the problem. The box is sealed. My only problem is that the I... The box is sealed and you don't have the key. How were, do you check it? I check it. 
You don't have the key. Yes, I do. In this they have, scenario, they, they don't. They, they don't. How do access. they have access to the safe? They literally can't have access to the safe. They do have access. They to the can't. Safe. They're not. It's not their safe. They have access to it. If, how? Okay. So you were when they get the that safe there was enough to come. time, right? How? Well, how? What is the time difference between when they have access? A couple to hours. The safe? Oh, so now it's a couple hours, but before it was immediate. Okay. I see. My point was it didn't matter. Uh-huh. My point was it didn't uh-huh. matter. But now that uh-huh. I now that I rewatched yeah, it, yeah. I understand why I was confused because I didn't think about it because I understood it better than you. No, they you couldn't not. open the safe. Obviously, I was right. It's not dumb. I was. I've your never point, been more right. Listen, in my life. you're right about the sequence of events, but you're wrong about I've why never been it's more wrong. Right. You said it's wrong because they should have checked. My the safe. first thought is to check the safe. You. They literally. There's a can't. window. They could look in. There was the safe a, there's doesn't a window. have a window. There was a little circular window to look in. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was. Wait, hold on. We're watching. They literally explained what I just said. What? That they want to keep the safe with them because they're after I, I know that. I think that's stupid. There's nothing wrong. You're right that they said that, and that's why they're doing it. I think they're stupid for doing that because my first thought was like, check the safe. Keep it there. They can't check it. Get the safe cracker to get there as soon as possible. The safe they cracker did. gets there. Right? Why couldn't you just get there? In the safe location they, over they here. Flew Send in the Atlanta. separate team over there. The, the safe cracker no. guy was in Atlanta, and they're in fucking L.A. It's also dumb to argue, because the whole point of the movie is that the, they're stupid anyway. <laughs> they're not stupid. They're just not the smartest person in the room. First of all, oh, imagine. Nice. Boom, just also, Nice. I will say, no, not Jesse nice. Eisenberg. I, my favorite line is when Mark Ruffalo is like, oh, yeah. He, oh, because Jesse Eisenberg says... After the movie ends, and it's revealed that Mark Ruffalo was like the magician, the magician guy, getting everything together because he's a genius. Jesse Eisenberg says, "Oh, so that thing about being the smartest guy in the room," and he's like, "Don't worry, I agree with you because he was the smartest guy in the room." Oh! I love that. And the, uh, that was the best so, line so, so the whole movie. movie. You're a little pissed off, but it's kind of entertaining. But you're a little bit of, but then that happens. You're like, "Oh, nice." Yeah, that happened. <laughs> I was like, "Nice." That made that worth yeah. it. Yeah, I like it. And then the moment when Mark Ruffalo's in the jail cell talking to Morgan Freeman and he just, like, disappears off the jail cell. Nice. Did you see it coming? Uh, no. No? No, no. That, that got me. Honestly, it, it gets you because they don't really give you too many clues. They don't give there's, you shit. There's a couple little clues. Yeah, yeah. Like when um, the mentalist says, you have daddy issues and the timeline yeah. would kind of... Like, there's little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, like, uh, something you're supposed to figure no. out. It's something that they don't give you clues about. So it's like, and he was the yeah. magician. I, Which I don't mind. I don't mind that. That was fine. Yeah. Uh, the love story between him and the that made no sense. Made Honestly, no sense. Was super forced. They drop it in so the second round. It doesn't come back. I, I don't care like about it. it. I why does like she? It. Why does she? Why does pointless. she give up a decade of work in Interpol and on the line for some guy she just met that she just found out was been lying to her the whole entire time? Yeah, <laughs> that was so dumb. Wait, you've lied to me this whole time. Kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> So stupid, and and none of the characters got to do any of their specialties. They, I know they didn't even get character. Like, like sure, if the first movie was set up and then you established the characters and you had more fun with the heist in the second movie, I'd rather that. Like, I'd rather a first movie you learn about them, but this one we didn't learn about them. So, like, I'd rather a first movie set. Well, if you're gonna have setup, I'd rather it be character setup and then have fun with the rest of the movie. And I said, no one watched those movies though. You have like, to have fa- an interesting fa- thing. Fast and Furious does it. The first movie Ooh. with The Rock, they had to focus all on The Rock. Yeah, but that's the fifth movie. It, that's fine. Yeah, but that, that took five and then movies. The, the first four movies, movies were The Heist. You to explain The Rock. He's just there. You get it. Sure. The first movie with Ludacris? He has nothing. He's one guy, and then he becomes a master hacker out yeah. of nowhere. 
<laughs> it makes no sense. No, I, honestly, that just reinforces my fact that people just don't do that. I don't know why yeah. they don't do that. Yeah, yeah. They don't make movies like that. They don't. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, but they should do that more often. I don't think people would watch it because you go for the gimmick. You know, you go for the gimmick of the Met. You, if you just found, if you were just following four down and out magicians, and that was the whole goddamn yeah. movie, and the end of the movie was a cliffhanger where they do something yeah. cool. You'd be like, why didn't they put the cool thing in this movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's hard. I also want to watch more movies where they... I, I like. I just want to watch a, a slightly better heist movie where it's like not a mindless entertainment where they actually it's like hard. have I've things riding you, I've on you, I've given the you heist, heist movies itself. that are gimmick heist movies. Like, this is a gimmick because it's magic. The other one's a gimmick because it's all stars. Yeah. Like, I haven't given you like a good heist. Are there? I don't know. The Italian job. Man, Mark Wahlberg's character, oof. God. He goes through so much. That has the same problems these do. Yeah, it does. Except it doesn't have the magic. <laughs> it has Mini Coopers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> is Charlize Theron in the movie? I don't remember. Man, that Mini Cooper chase scene is horrible compared to <laughs> the throwing card chase scene. And that says something, yeah. dude. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, and then, yeah, no, that's the movie. That's the whole movie. I, uh, overall, I feel like... And now they're all part of the eye. Yes, and at the end they join the eye. Society of magicians that save the world. Is it a secret society? Yeah, it's like the or is it just the one guy? It's a, it's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Is it they explain better in the second movie? No, they explain in this one when the French lady was like looking through her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she made it seem like a secret society, but then at the end of the movie, it made it seem like it was just the one guy. Well, he's the one that's yeah. What? No, I don't know. I need more explanations about the eye. What? That's what I need. Secret society. That's what I need in a sequel. Well, you do. Okay, great. The eye. Is Daniel Radcliffe part of the eye? No, he's just a eccentric billionaire that wants to hire them. That's <laughs> <laughs> lives. I know. It's so stupid. <laughs> What's part three going to be about? I don't even know because the way part two ends is so crazy. Is it bad? Does it do more of that thing where it's like, okay, well, you know it's magic, so we're just going to do the craziest thing in the planet Earth and not explain it? I hate that. I hate that so much. Nixon, no, Nixon, no, yes. No, I, honestly, it's, no, it's different. I don't know. It's shitty. No, the, in the second one, I feel like they do more of things that you know how they're doing it. They just can't actually do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if that even makes sense. Okay, Whatever. Nick. Nick, I think you have um, uh, some questions for me. No, I'm good. Oh, yeah? Okay, cool. Great. I Thank guess it's the end of the podcast. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marcus, did you like this movie? Did I like this movie? After talking about it, I was so morally against the movie. Before I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. But I and I thought it was fine. Like yeah. I just thought it was a fine. And movie. you get why I liked it. That's fun. That's what I. Mean. There was parts I liked. Yeah. There was parts I hated. Yeah. Um, but it was just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna watch. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't mind it so much. Like, if it's not, if it was the kind of movie, like, it's perfectly the kind of movie where it's if it's on if TV, have, if, if you have it's nothing on, to do, you have nothing else to it's do. It's the perfect sit down. Yeah, movie. you're just watching whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I could totally like, see that. Like something like uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, it's a fucking great movie. It's way better than this yeah. one. But you're not just gonna watch that on a rainy Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. You know? Or like you know those movies where or you're you just... eating and you need something to watch while exactly. you eat. Yeah. Oh, or perfect. you know those movies where you're hanging out with your friend's house. And you're just kind of like chilling, and the TV's on in the background, or you're waiting for them to finish getting ready. To be honest, yeah, hate that. Any friends that I have out there, you fucking put the fucking TV on while we're fucking hanging out. I hate you so much. Well, if and if this movie were on, I'd be fine with it. Nah, I hate it. I hate us <laughs> so much. I don't understand when like you hang out with someone and they're like, "I'll oh, just put the TV on." I'm, like, I'm not entertaining. 
I don't know. I just grew up so much with Joseph. <laughs> yeah. And we never watched anything. We always did stuff. We went That's to the fair. movies, but we never turned the TV on. Yeah. We never watched TV shows. We never did that. We always played something or yeah. went out and pretended and played outside or yeah, went yeah. somewhere or ta- or just talked. You know? So, and there's a lot of people that do that. Just, oh, the TV's just on while we kind of hang out. Exactly. Then you end up just kind of sitting there watching the thing and not talking. And that's, yeah. honestly, that's what I feel like most friendships are, which is why I'm I lucky so. to have such a good friendship with him. But I think most friendships are just like, hey, I've we're going to share I've sit in spoiled. silence and do a thing. I've been spoiled. Okay, Nick, what's the next question? I don't remember. Um, would you recommend this movie? Would I recommend? Um, no. I don't think I would recommend but this movie. But if it was on Netflix, would you be like, hey, should I watch this? You'd be like, sure. Yeah, if someone asked me, should I watch Now You See Me? I'd say, what are your plans for the rest of the day? <laughs> and then if they were like, nothing, I'm really bored, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. If they said, I don't know, I got a thing at 3, and it's like 10 a.m., I'd be like, just spend the rest of the morning doing anything else, getting ready for that thing. <laughs> that barely makes any sense at all. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, are you going to watch number two? Uh, definitely. I'm definitely yeah. going to watch Yes! <laughs> I'm in it. I have to know. Here's the thing. The good parts are really good. Yeah. And the bad parts are so bad, you want to see more. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad movie, I think. <laughs> but, like, I'm just so curious to see what stupid shit they're going to get into I in the know, second one. right? Or how they explain, like, all the other stupid shit that they're going to do. Hell yeah. Because you know they're only going to up the ante, so I gotta see. I gotta see what stupid shit they you get into. You know what the best part about yeah. the sequel is? Isla Fisher's character just isn't there, and they're like, "Yeah, she hit. We don't. She doesn't want to do this anymore. She just isn't in a and sequel." And they just replace her with another girl. <gasps> it's so good. Yeah, I love it. I want to watch it. Yeah. She don't, they didn't do anything in this movie. No, they didn't give her anything I like to her do. As a actress, they did. set her up like she's like, "I used to be your assistant, and now I'm a strong, independent uh, magician." So the whole time it seemed like she was assisting him. Exactly. <laughs> She did nothing. Yeah. No, the yeah. second one's even better. Yeah. But you need to watch the first one to get there. Ah, uh, okay, Nick. And it's now it's time. Instead of being called Now You Don't, it's called Now You See Me Too. Which is shitty. It's yeah. real dumb. But because, they, well, they need three, a third one. Now you that see one's going to be called Now You Don't. No, it's not. It will be Now You See Me Three. <laughs> okay, Nick. No, it's going to be called Now You See Three. Now You See Three. It's going to be one of those stupid things. Uh, oh, yeah. Now You See, but the third E is going to be, like, the second E is going to be at number three. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, okay, Nick. I'm going to give you your challenge for next week. Okay. Time has come. And I want to watch... Just speak of many things. Uh, I'm going to give you one of my favorite movies. You told me you hadn't watched it recently, and that uh, offended me so much. <laughs> personally. If um, that was true, you would be offended me all the time. You've never seen any of my favorite movies. Yeah, well, sometimes it doesn't offend me when you see my favorite movies, but sometimes when they're cinematic masterpieces. That's big. Classics. Hold in. on. When you say cinematic masterpiece, do you know what that makes me think of? What? Fucking Rear Window. Nice. Good movie. Cinematic masterpiece. Good movie, yeah. And most of it takes place from a room? That's impressive. That's pretty cool. That's All the things that he did in the movie? Impressive. He barely did anything. And it's still a great I know, but movie. like the like the like shot the editing, composition, oh, like God. oh beautiful. But oh. anyway. <laughs> Nick, your challenge cinematic for next masterpiece? week. Cinematic masterpiece? Oh, it makes me think of like. Is. What's, a, what's another cinematic masterpiece? Indiana Jones! And the Raiders of the Lost masterpiece? Art. It is a cinematic it's masterpiece. It's a fucking nerd it masterpiece. It's a classic bullshit. adventure oh. movie. It is the set the standard, the gold standard for everything Uncharted going instead? forward. It set the gold standard for Uncharted. It is 
it has influenced so many things. Sometimes the original isn't as good as the homages, though. No. What Sometimes if, the originals yeah, are cinematic it, classics. What is, what is like Die Hard. Remember Die Hard? You loved that. Oh, damn. You're so right. Die Hard was so That was, that was the good. movie, and it set a whole fucking damn. genre of films that afterwards. Wrecked. I can't even pretend to argue anymore. <laughs> You're so right. Okay. Okay. Indiana Jones. What's Which one? Raiders of the Lost Ark. The first one. Is that the first one? Yep. Which one's the Last Crusade? Is that the last one? Uh, the Last Crusade is... Fuck. The sec- uh, third one. Because Temple of Doom is the second one, I think. Temple of Doom is the second? Yeah. Where's Crystal Skull coming? Crystal Skull is the fourth one. And the worst one. They're making a fit. Yeah. They just hired a screenwriter. I'm not excited. <laughs> who was the screenwriter? The guys who did Solo was the guy, one of the guys that did the original Star Wars and his son. The son will be doing. Oh. Okay, it could be good. I feel like... Solo is good. But it might just be solo part, again. I don't know. The weakest part it just about might be solo. the weakest part about solo was the story. Yeah, like I love the people. I love the set pieces. I love the fact that it was Star Wars. But the story I was love pretty the corny like, things about it. But I felt simple. like yeah, like they did it. Like the fact that you found out Han Solo was a part of the fucking war for three years. That's super interesting. And we spent one minute. I like that influences so that crazy. could that could have influenced everything yeah. about why he made all the choices he does later. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh man, no. Han Solo. The reason the one of the reasons I love it is because the people who made Han Solo they looked at the Legends material yeah. and they decided put it not into the to movie. do most of it. No, they did. They did almost. It was like a lot of it was pulled from like That's not how Legends they made solos and Legends is it? or at least showing in Legends. Is it? Yeah, well, it's similar. It's not the same. Oh, but it, yeah, he was working oh. for the Empire. Han Solo was working for the Empire, and he wasn't in the war on the Empire side, but you could say that he was as sure, part of the war effort. And then he met uh, Chewie as a slave, and like he helped free him, and then they escaped together. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, it's not the same, obviously, but they took like little things, the life and they that, changed it. Does that happen when he freed him, or does that happen sometime later for something else? Uh, like, something the life dead is when he freed him. Oh. Because yeah. they didn't talk about that in the movie. No. But that's also like a... I feel like the movie is not at that level of the Star Wars. Like th- that's my problem with the new Star Wars movies is that they're not building the lore and like referencing the lore oh, a lot. Yeah, they're making good. They're just making movies, good movies, which is fine. But which the, are the reason level we love Star movies. Wars is the lore. Yeah, if we're being honest. Yeah, like no. as much as the fact that everyone hates this the life debt things that all Wookiees exactly. can have. That's and cool. Have and it builds upon yeah. the world. All Ooh, the races yeah. having their own like little like their whole entire oh. like. That's why I feel like a lot of nerds don't like the newest Star Wars because they don't world build as opposed to even the prequels. Same. That's that's why I don't like the newest Star Wars. That's fair. Me, the nerd. I like The Last Jedi as a movie, but I can't disagree with that fact. Yeah, even the prequels, like as much as terrible as they were as movies, they built, they added so much to the lore. They added new races. They added new planets. They added a whole. You know what happened and what the Jedi Council is like. I don't like Naboo, but it's interesting that I know all. I yeah, mean, I don't know anything about the new plans. Come on, I give, I give, I give the prequels props for doing that. One of them has salt. <laughs> yeah, there's a new planet that's salt. There's planet, the planet. Hold, and on, hold on, there's a planet that looks like Tatooine, and then there's the salt planet, and then that's all I know. The salt planet looks like Hoth. Yeah. Oh, so there's Jakku <laughs> so that, that looks like Tatooine, and there's the salt planet that looks like Hoth. I, but the, I, it didn't look like anything. The place that the one lady was from, the one that's played by the one lady that won an Oscar. From in Twelve Years a Slave, Mas is that her name? Oh, Mas Mashuta, whatever the the place with the, the casino. Person thing. 
No. Oh, Mas Kanata. Yeah. No. Some I forgot. Something like that. Her world was different. Yeah. It was like jungly. Yeah, yeah. That was a jungly. Like the Ewok um planet. Oh shit. <laughs> no, but that was like old jungle. This one looked like Aztec jungle. <laughs> oh yeah, so different. Yeah. So different. Good job, Star Wars. Hey, what are you asking for? Like what, <laughs> what do you want? Like I listen, you want different? I'll give you different. Oh, I don't know. Give okay. me the, the prequels gave us a lava planet. Come on. Yeah, that level plan was cool. It was pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> I have the higher ground. Not the best line, but it was a cool moment. It was cool. Okay, guys. Check out next episode for uh, We're Indiana talking about Star Jones Wars. and Nick. Um, I don't know.